Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. A Tuesday night get-together here on 94 WIP. As the worm turns with the Philadelphia Eagles and their quarterback situation. It's something new, twist or turn, every single week. And it is what it is. Uh, Those who thought that Carson Wentz was going to be the quarterback here for the next decade, I think that ship has sailed between you and I. Now, my next guest might not feel the same. I saw he retweeted a uh, story today done by Andrew Brandt, who has been a guest with me here on WIP in plenty places over the years. He actually thinks that uh, Carson's staying put. Uh, we'll see if our next guest thinks the same. I don't. Uh, that and a whole bunch of eagle things we're going to talk with our next guest. He uh, writes for uh, phillyboys.com, Sports Illustrated as well. His podcast, Extending the Play, a must-listen for all Eagle fans. John McMullen hops aboard with me here on 94WIP. How are you, Jay Mac? Happy holidays. Uh, happy holidays to you, Jody. Days of our lives with the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> that it is. Soap opera stuff at its finest. We can start with uh, what I teach you with. As of right now, and this can change tomorrow, and it could change back the day after that, and the week, and the months, and the years to come. Do you believe Carson Wentz is going to be a member of the 2021 Eagles? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, not necessarily the 2022 Philadelphia Eagles, uh, but I, I do think it's, and you mentioned Andrew, uh, and nobody uh, knows the business uh, of this league better than uh, Andrew Brandt. Uh, and that's the issue. It's not a football decision. It's a financial decision. And no matter what the Eagles do, people talk about trades, and uh, the the hurdle there is not other teams. It's the Eagles themselves. They talk about redone contracts. They talk about salary cap. None of that is the issue. The issue is the dead money. And the dead money doesn't change no matter what the Eagles do. And that's $34 million. That would set not only a precedent for the Eagles, a precedent for the NFL, I do not believe Jeffrey Lurie would do that, especially, and this is the the kicker, in this year coming off the pandemic where if you look at Forbes, they've estimated the Eagles have been taken ahead of about 200 to $250 million. And on top of it, you're asking the owner to just say, okay, eat 34 on top of that. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have this argument with you and Andrew Brandt and everybody else who uh, lays it out the way that you do and Andrew did uh, basically the same as you did. Yeah, but 
they're supposed to pay him $33 million in salary next year. Now, they're paying $33 million for a backup quarterback. Or they could pay him $34 million to just go away. Now, I understand there's the added cost of who you're going to have to pay to be the backup quarterback next year. Um, And you can go a couple of different ways for that and put as much money into it or as little money into it as you want. It's not just $34 million gone. There's a layoff there that can be factored into the equation. And when you factor it in, I believe that's something the Eagles can do. If you believe otherwise, my next question has to be, How well do you think it's going to work with Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts both here next year? Well, look, I I think that's an issue. I thought it was an issue when they drafted Jalen Hurts, and it's uh, that's not hindsight. I I mean, that's what I wrote in April. I mean, this is what (laughs) you don't want, and this is what Howie Roseman invited. Uh, and now you have the full-blown controversy, and, and no one saw this adversity coming from Carson Wentz. Uh, but I, I don't think it's a Doug Peterson decision. I don't think it's a Howie Roseman decision. Once this is over and the Eagles have that small opening uh, to still make the playoffs, and that could end uh, this week, then it becomes Jeffrey Lurie season, and this is a Jeffrey Lurie decision. Uh, he's a billionaire. Of course he can do it. But no one's ever done it before. No one in the history of the NFL. The record for dead money is $21 million. And that was Antonio Brown, a little over $21 million. And we all know why that happened. He just made himself such a you-know-what. It was forced uh, to do that. They didn't want to do it. And, and, And now you're saying this owner, and again, this is not Jerry Jones, This is not George Steinbrenner. This owner, of all owners, is going to set that precedent and say $34 million of dead money? Yeah, no problem. I mean, it's just, it's not feasible to me. I, I, it's just not going to happen. I can't say it any more plainly. I get it. You know what else isn't feasible for me? The two quarterbacks coexisting on the team next year. Well, I agree I, with that, but that's I, I that's think a it will problem. blow up. It will blow up the 2021 season. Now, 2020 is going to end poorly. Uh, massive underachievement, not close to 500, not in the playoffs. Uh, yes, Carson Wentz is a big part of it, but he's only part of it. He's not the whole thing. And now you're going to start the 21 season the year after with this massive issue between who should be the quarterback, and it's going to go on all year long, every single game. If Carson gets the job back, then as soon as he throws a bad pick, people are going to be screaming for Wentz, if, uh, for uh, Hertz. Hertz goes in, loses two games, we got to put Carson back in there. It'll screw the next season, so, yeah, Jeff Lurie can draw a line and say, I don't want to throw away $30 million. Does he want to throw away an entire year? Because my opinion is they would be doing that if they had both quarterbacks back next year. I don't necessarily disagree with you there. And that's where I said 2022. I don't expect Carson Wentz uh, to be here. But 2021, yes. If that's your question, yes. I think they will throw away a season to get their financial house in order and then restart things in 2022. 
I think that would be the more likely path. And that's why I say this issue with Carson Wentz isn't about football. It isn't about football. It's about the finances, and that's what it's uh, all about. Now, the Eagles can go on the reclamation project. They can go down that route. And I think, you know, the one thing that Andrew also brought up is that they're more likely to trade Jalen Hurts than Carson Wentz because Jalen Hurts, if he continues to play well uh, and the Eagles don't reach the playoffs, well, all of a sudden you can say, could you get a first-round pick for Jalen Hurts on a rookie deal? Maybe. If people are convinced he's going to be a quarter, a star quarterback in this league. Now, I, I, when I say that, I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Eagles want the safety net. I don't think they necessarily believe Carson Wentz can reboot himself. And I think the more likely option is just hold your nose in 2021 and get to 2022, to be honest. It may shake out just that way. I have just – and, hey, uh, for you as a guy who comes to the team on a day-in, day-out basis, perfectly fine with it. As a talk show host who's talking about the Eagles on a day-in, day-out basis, perfectly fine with it. As a guy who wants to see the Eagles get back to being good, a quasi-fan, no, I think they're throwing away an entire season if they go there. All right, we shall see. Um, since you brought up Antonio Brown and the biggest – dead money cap hit ever and how he helped to that that along to happen by being as big a you-know-what as he was, um, then you got no problem with Carson Wentz stepping out and saying this week through sources. Let me start there. Do your sources confirm to you that Carson Wentz let it be known, put it out there, had his people put it out there, that he's not happy being in Philadelphia if he's going to be the backup quarterback? Have you been able to confirm that or get people to say the same thing to you? Or are you just saying, well, those who reported it, I know, I like, I trust. If they're saying it, they're not making it up out of whole cloth. Somebody gave it to them. No, I I mean, I I don't think they're making it up out of whole cloth, but I do think it's, you know, somebody who told somebody else. I, I don't think it was coming from Carson Wentz. Now, it always could come from the agent, and I think that would be a mistake, the timing of it. So I, I think they're too experienced uh, to do anything of that nature either. The common sense part of it, of course, Carson Wentz is not going to be happy as a backup quarterback. That part is he, – he said that himself. Uh, the last time he talked before uh, he was benched, he thinks he should be the starter. That's not new news. Uh, but I got news for you. I mean, point to another quarterback who has been a long-time starter that would be okay with being a backup quarterback. Jalen Hurts has started two games. I don't think he'd be okay with being a backup quarterback at this stage, and you don't want a player like that. Um, so, so that part of it I don't think is an issue. And you mentioned Antonio Brown. I, I just can't picture uh, – I've been here since day one with Carson Wentz. There's no way he's going to be that type of of disruption. It's just not in his nature. Um, So that part of it, I I wouldn't even worry about. But certainly, yeah, I I mean, he would not be happy being a backup quarterback. And, oh, by the way, the Eagles would not be happy paying that money to to backup quarterback. If both are back, Carson will be given every opportunity and the inside track to win that job. 
Well, and I don't know that he's earned that or deserves that, but we still have more football games left to play, of which we know that Ertz is starting this week. Yes, they are still technically uh, alive to win the division. They need Washington to lose this week, and then they got to take care of their own business uh, next Sunday, but they could actually still win the division. If they don't, if they lose, if they're eliminated – can you see the possibility of Carson Wentz playing the last game of the season? No, I, I don't think he's going to be back in the lineup this season. I think the Eagles have made that decision that the reboot will come in the offseason. Uh, the only way he'll be back out there is if Jalen Hurts is injured. Uh, I think that's the only way you see Carson Wentz uh, again uh, this season. And, and that's sort of the, the page the Eagles turned, and they, and they want to, uh, again, restart, hit control, alt, delete, however you want to describe it in the offseason. And, and before that, you know, and that's where I say it's Jeffrey Lurie season, he, he's got to make decisions. Is it going to be, uh, are you going to trade Carson Wentz, which we just talked about? Are you going to bring Doug Peterson back? He's going to bring Howie Roseman back. You don't have to worry about that. Um but he's got to make those decisions before the reclamation project begins. And it's a big, it's a big group. It's not just one decision. It's a big group of decisions that Jeffrey Lurie has to make first. If they're both back, if you and Andrew Brandt and most others, I seem to be more of the uh, minority, which I'm perfectly cool with, that I think Carson will be traded. He's not going to be cut. Uh, let me get on the record with that first. I'm not an idiot. No one is going to take a $60 million hit in a capped world at 180 and change. Uh, Jeffrey Laurie should be run out of town if he does that. But I think he can and will be traded. Um that being said, shoot, now what question was I going to ask you? I forgot what question I was going to ask about. Oh, uh, Doug Peterson. If they're, if I'm wrong and they're both going to be here and there's going to be a competition for the starting quarterback, don't they really have to have a new coach? Is Doug the guy yeah, to really I, I mean, sit and decide who's the better of the two when he's had his chance with both and it hasn't worked with Carson for this year, and it's only worked to an extent with Jalen, I, I think that one kind of precludes the other. If you make the decision to bring both QBs back, I think you got to bring in a new coach. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, most people have settled into this thought process that, you know, one of the three is going to be gone, uh, at least. And as I said, it's not going to be Howie. Forget about that. That's his BFF. He's not. He's not getting rid of him. Um, so it comes down to Doug or Carson. Uh, and and in in the past, really since the Super Bowl, I mean Jeffrey Lurie has sort of shifted at least a little bit, and he's been a a change for change sake guy. Uh, last year it was Mike Rowe, uh, but I do think there's other avenues that you can get that change. You know. Dave Fitt talked to us today, the special teams implosion. I think if you bring the head coach back, they might fire, they might use Dave Fitt as the scapegoat, uh, something like that to get the change that Jeffrey Lurie desires. Or, um, 
you know, like I said, they could do something as as crazy as try to move um, try to move Jalen Hurts as Andrew Brandt said and get the change that way and just put everything back into the basket of Carson Wentz. I think that's unlikely, uh, but there are other there are other ways to get that change than the top three. I do think if you're going strictly on merit, Doug Peterson is the only one of the three who shouldn't be fired. But I do think he's the most likely to be fired. Yeah, relationships are everything. Um, if the Eagles do lose this week, I'm making an argument that maybe Carson Wentz could play one more game. I understand that's a long shot. Um, if they – if they decide to follow uh, my line of logic and say we can trade him. We're not going to get much in return, um, but we can put him out there on the open market. What do you think his market value is right now? If they said we'll eat the 30-plus million, yeah, we won't have to pay him. We're going to have to find a cheap backup quarterback, but we can't have both quarterbacks here. What do you think the return would be on a Carson Wentz trade? And do you think if he played in the last game, he could actually move the needle some? Uh, yeah, I mean, it would be good from a, a trade standpoint to get him back out there because you're, you're, you're selling at, at a low point, and that's the last thing you want to do. I, I mean, uh, the tape he put out there was not good. He was benched for a reason. Uh, so, in theory, his value as it, it is at its lowest point ever. Uh, and if he was able to get back in and show some life and play a little bit better, uh, I do think that would improve the the opportunity, opportunities for a trade. But, again, I think that's off the table. The Eagles have kind, of, uh, have kind of turned that page. And I think one of the reasons they have turned that page, Jody, if they were looking to trade him, they would want him back out there. But they're they're more focused on that reboot, the reclamation project, because they know they're stuck with them to 2022. I think that's another clear indication of their thinking. Um, and, and that's where we are. But value, uh, he'd probably have to rework his deal so the other side uh, could have a more palatable contract, which I don't think would be that big of a hurdle. And then maybe he could get it up to a, uh, a third or a second round pick, uh, especially if you use a conditional clause. Um, but it's certainly not where we thought it would be at this stage. It's it's the floor has dropped out. It's unbelievable. And, uh, you and I agree on that for sure. All right, we've talked way too much about Carson Wentz not giving enough credit to Jalen Hurts, who I gave my grade earlier. Now the last two weeks, I've asked you. What grade would give uh, Jalen Hurts on the half that he played against the Packers? You went B minus, I went B minus. I said, what do you give him against the Saints in the upset win? You said B plus, I said B plus. What grade would you give Jalen Hurts for his effort against the Cardinals on Sunday? Uh, I, 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 B. The only thing I, I was uh, a little bit concerned about was when the Eagles had the opportunity late, and it wasn't the Hail Marys, it was dry before that. Uh, it was, and, and Doug Peterson brought this up as well. Uh, a lot of people focus on Matt Pryor, and look, Matt Pryor is is not a good right tackle. He had a lot of issues, uh, but at some point, as the quarterback, you have a a part in that protection. You have to understand the game situations. You have to understand the football's got to come out. Uh, and and they took uh, a couple sacks 
which really, really hurt them, and they tried those two seam passes to Dallas Goddard. Other than that, though, uh, I mean, the playmaking is there. You're talking about four touchdowns. Uh, I mean, this is a team that you couldn't even envision being in a shootout, and they were not only in a shootout with one of the most explosive teams in the NFL. They were right there, and they were on the verge of potentially tying the game. Or remember, you know, Cam Johnson was out, so they could have went for two to win the game. Right. Uh, they were right there, and you have to give Jalen Hurts a, a, a ton of credit. Yeah, I gave him an A minus. So uh, you were, uh, I even put him on a higher pedestal than you did because I was very impressed. He went mano a mano with Murray, and Murray was picking apart the Eagles' poorest secondary defense with guys that I still don't know who they are. Um, so to be able to do that, yeah, I had to go. I had to go A. I gave him a, an A minus. Yeah, I, it's only and, – and by the way, that's what you should expect out of a young quarterback. It is only a second start. You do have to go through these these sort of travails to, to learn situational football. I, I, I think it's a, a good learning process, but as Jim Schwartz always said, you can't grade on the curve. So, I, I mean, they, were, they had an opportunity – uh, to win that game, and he's got to understand the situation. That was my only major criticism. J-Mac, I will talk to you next week. I look forward to it. Uh, between now and then is Christmas. May you have a uh, merry and a happy, and I will get you on next week, and I wish you a happy new year then. Thanks, bud. Hey, you too, Jody. Thank you. That is Johnny Mac, John McMullen from uh, Philly Voice, SI, and also uh, his podcast is a must-listen if you're an Eagle fan, extending the play where you get all your better podcasts. All right, Johnny Mac coming back. We dived in deep on Eagle quarterback. If you've got a point that you don't think we've touched on, agree or disagree with any of the points I've made when I hopped on here an hour and change ago, now is your chance to be heard. 